Hello, and welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. This is Sarah. Join us for bookish episodes and a monthly book club pick. This is Ashley. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Unabridged Pod, or go to our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. This is Jen. Check out our Teachers Pay Teachers store, our Patreon page, and our newsletter. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to support us. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hi, welcome to Unabridged. This is Jen with Teaching Tidbit 17, Reflecting on the Year with Your Students. Before I get started, I just want to encourage you, if you haven't checked out our Patreon page, we do have a Teacher Pal on Patreon that helps support what we do, but it also gets our patrons some benefits with some teaching resources and some exclusive bonus content. So we would love to invite you if you enjoy these Teaching Tidbits episodes on Fridays to check out that Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash unabridgedpod. All right, well, to get started, I'm recording near the very end of the academic year. And just for some context, once again, I'm back in the English classroom for the first time in, I think, five years after a break when I was serving as an instructional technology resource teacher. And so it has been a very, very strange year to come back to the classroom. There have been so many challenges with virtual learning and learning how to teach in that format. I only see my students one day a week. And so that has been different from anything I've experienced before. But it has also been a really great year in a lot of a lot of ways. I've enjoyed my students. I have a great team at the school where I teach. And so I would say on the whole, I'm so glad to be back in the classroom and I've had a wonderful year. But of course I know that everything has not been perfect. Some of that's the circumstance, but as always, I I start at the beginning of the year keeping a list of things to remember for next year, things that maybe didn't go as well as I hoped they would or that I wanna change. That, however, is all from my perspective. One thing that I have always found to be valuable is asking for feedback from my students about the year. Now, I will say that is always a little vulnerable, maybe a lot vulnerable for me, because if you are a passionate teacher and you're putting a lot of yourself into your teaching, it can be hard to hear from your students that what you have done didn't work for them the way you wanted it to. But I also think that as reflective teachers, that is something that is really important to do. I have done reflection in a multitude of ways. Uh, Sometimes, some years, I ask primarily for written reflection. Some years, I've done a combination of written reflection and then verbal feedback. This year, I mainly did discussion with my students. So they are receiving credit from a community college and they asked them to do a written reflection. So I didn't want to pile on to that. I will get those written reflections back at some point this summer and I will definitely take that information and run with it as well. But I have found that there is value in a discussion with the class because sometimes it's helpful for students to see what other people are saying and then to collaborate with those ideas or to build on those ideas 
and reach maybe a suggestion that they wouldn't have come to on their own. I know that I am a very collaborative thinker. And so sometimes I function that way and kids do too. One of the negative parts of reflecting in this way is that the quieter students, the students who are maybe more reluctant to participate in class discussion, of course, are reluctant to offer suggestions to their teacher here. So again, I do think that written part where they know that they can privately express a thought is, is valuable as well. But basically, what I did is I wrote down a list of the main types of assignments, the main units of study, the main things that we did for the semester. And I just said, I'd love your feedback. What did you think of the podcast assignment that we did? What did you think of the way I handled writing? And do you think I did enough? And then I'll have some follow-up questions. But a lot of times they have opinions ready. This year, one student said, that I was the first teacher she'd ever had who asked for feedback, which was kind of stunning to me because I just sort of assumed that everyone did that. And so that's why I decided to focus on that for this teaching tidbit. There was an article in The Atlantic a while back that talked about the value of asking students as young as kindergarten to evaluate or reflect on the teaching. And they said even if they can't write, they can do a smiley face or a frowny face and how often that correlated with teachers' actual success. So kids have opinions. Now, I know that there is perhaps a fear that they will just say that there was too much work, or they will just say that they don't like writing, and I've definitely had that happen. But I think you, as a teacher who knows your students, have a good sense of, okay, maybe this student writing is really challenging for them, and so you have to take that perspective with a grain of salt. That doesn't mean that that child for whom writing is difficult, who maybe became very frustrated by it, doesn't have suggestions to offer you about how to make it better for the next student who maybe feels the same way or is going through the same things. It is vulnerable, right? So we all know we do things wrong. Sometimes if I know I did something wrong and then a student reinforces that and is like, oh my gosh, this really didn't work for me, that can hurt. That doesn't mean you don't have to think about it and, and adjust because of it. So I took, I don't know, eight pages of notes this year as my students were talking. I asked follow-up questions. I offered suggestions and said, would this have worked better? There were some things that I found. One student would say, for example, I really hated the in-class essays. It's too stressful. The time constraint is too difficult. And then another student said, oh, I really like those because what that meant is I just had to focus on it in class and then I could let it go. So sometimes it's a wash. Sometimes the exact thing that one student really despises, another student really loves. And you think, okay, well, maybe that's worth doing. Here are ways I can help those students who have difficulty with it. But sometimes there's a consensus. Everyone feels that this type of online discussion would be more effective if the groups were smaller. Well, I can take that and that is a simple change that I can make for next year that might make that assignment much more valuable for the kids. So yeah, it's not perfect. There's no one way to do it, but I just encourage you, if you have not done it before, take the opportunity at the end of the year to ask your students for their feedback and for their suggestions and for ways that maybe the year could have been more successful. Again, I think we all have to give ourselves grace and remember that this year was tough for everyone, for students, for ourselves. And so there may be 
things that in a normal year would work better. But I don't think it hurts to hear that feedback, that criticism, that reflection, and then to use it to reflect yourself. That doesn't mean you need to beat yourself up. I have a tendency to be overly (laughs) reflective sometimes, and I have to just give myself a break and just think that there's no perfect teaching experience. But I think if we want to get better, which should be all of our goals, then this kind of reflection can be really valuable. If you have specific questions for me about how I do this, I'd be happy to talk to you. I do think that you might have to do it a little bit differently. Again, I teach juniors and seniors. So for younger students, you may have to provide a little more structure and the kind of feedback that you want. But again, I think you can do this with really young kids and get a lot of great ideas that can help make next year even better than this year. Thanks so much for listening. And again, if you haven't checked out our Patreon page, that's patreon.com slash unabridgedpod. And we do have a lot of great teacher-focused content there. Thanks again for listening. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We'd love to hear them. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at unabridgedpod or on the web at unabridgedpod.com for a list of ways to support us. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light, and Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged.